Hello, ladies and gents. This is Mike Hedley on the Hedley Group Real Estate Show. This is a podcast designed for real estate professionals who's thinking about getting a career in real estate or who's already been in the business. We'll learn some great tips and tricks from the professionals and the veterans. Continue to tune in. Hey, gang, this is Mike Kelly back on the Headley Group Real Estate Show. When I say we have an awesome one, this is it today. The Zillow killer, James Rimberg, he's given us tips and strategies and insight on how he do his business in terms of social media marketing, as well as investment strategies. Tune in. Hey, ladies and gents, this is Mike Kelly. We are back on the Headley Group Real Estate Show. Uh, I think we got a great one for when I think I know that we have a great one. Uh, this brother right here, I actually was in one of his rooms in Clubhouse, and I was just fascinated with all the great dudes and insight he was just, just spilling. Uh, and I had to ask him, I said, brother, we got to get you on the show. I think our community would love to get that great insight on what you provide. Now, on Clubhouse, his name is Zillow Killer, right? Zillow Killer. I want to make sure I'm getting it right, but we're going to elaborate what that means. But if I can say your name correctly, brother, it's Mr. James Rimberg. Is that correct? Yes, Rimberg. Rimberg. I'm sorry. Okay, I want to make sure I'm pronouncing it correctly. Uh, okay. So, like I said, I know this brother right here is short for time, so we're going to dive right on in. Now, I s- tell us about Zillow Killer. How did that name come about, and, and how does that kind of relate to just the community? Uh, it's just that right now it's more of a... a uh an ideology we play with, right? It falls in line with some of our philosophies. Um, I didn't name myself that. I was, okay. I had to speak. A very first big speaking gig at Inman Connects. Okay. Um, I, I, I was, I did, I didn't have a name, so I needed to figure out how would people remember my company. Mm-hmm. So I had my company's name, and then I had Zillow Killer uh, under it, just as mm-hmm. a play on it. Nothing deep, just to, just to, just to create attention. I mean, that's that's the thing you want to remember when it comes to any type of advertising or marketing awareness is the first component then you build into attention right and um just playing off what i know i did the i did the uh, presentation i did pretty well right not to boast but i did pretty well <clears throat> but i never said my name like i was so nervous i just left i just just walked the hell off stage and just, just oh, went. Wow. and um when i when i left i went to the green room grabbed my stuff and i had people waiting for me inside the conference okay so i grabbed my stuff and I didn't know the protocol. I, I didn't know you're supposed to stay in the green room, meet and greet, and then the crowd comes out. And when the crowd comes out, then you go to the different booths. Like that's that's how it's supposed to go. Mm. I was so ignorant to the whole process. I just grabbed my stuff and just just walked the hell out. And I'm out in the vestibule waiting for the people that came with me to come out while I was preparing and just just getting myself together. Um, the room let out. And I just was swarmed with like 200 people and everybody kept calling me, hey, Zillow killer, hey, Zillow killer. Ah. I, I text my assistant was like, everything that says Zillow killer, lock it down. Mm, I love that. I love that. So so I'm a segue into that. You deal with marketing and you help real estate professionals kind of stick out. Uh, uh, and in the second part to that, uh, the second thing to the question is, should every real estate professional be on a social media platform and which one would you say stick out of course um yeah i own i own a few companies okay and uh, it all started from the real estate industry so Mm. of course i sold i did well enough that i was able to build a team around me 
Um, my team progressed to a point where we partnered up with another pretty decent team. We bought into a brokerage. Um, but throughout that transition, I was building my agency. So I sold mm. for four years, three years I did well. The third year, I kind of progressed into things that I really wanted to do. And it okay. was advertising and we launched Digital Natives. And uh, right now today, uh, 2021, uh, Digital Natives is we service probably close to 300 plus real estate teams and brokerages worldwide. Wow. But on the profit level, we're, we're projected to do eight figures this year, which mm. led me into, it did so well. In 2019, I wanted to figure out how do we, how do we grow it? Like, how do we, how do we expand it? Like I'm doing everything I can. And the only thing my business coach helped me understand is it's worth, uh, uh, get into get into some type of acquisition, buying into a company that we can extend or bring services in, right? Okay. And um, we bought into a, another company uh, around 2019 called Roas Consultant out of Manhattan, and the services that he, that they provided, which the clientele was different. Like I dealt with all real estate, uh, real estate teams and brokerages and the business structure, right? Mm -hmm. But they dealt with companies like Macy's, Adidas, Lego Toys, Warby Parker, more commercial brand stuff, but the products that they offered made sense. So they offered things that I didn't, which was voice-based campaigns. Um, they did some augmented reality and messenger bots. Um, it was a good investment, but it was a poor decision of what services could be, could transition over. Out of all three of those services, only one was able to transition over into digital natives. So. I'm not opposed to having two companies. Now I have a company that I know very well and I have a company that I, I know very little little bit about in the sense of the product. So now technically, you know, we have two separate agencies going two different directions and that never was the, that never was the goal, which kind of led me into uh, building out or buying into businesses and uh, things that would be okay adding to generational wealth and to answer your second question um the plat all the platforms work right you, platforms. you just need to pick okay. all of them work there is no better right mm. you know as long as we understand that the internet is a presence not a destination and we're mm. willing to put ourselves in the process of doing right mm. if we declare we want an action and move at the speed of implementation right mm. all of them work the problem mm. is is when we're trying to, to sort through and look through, a, through look through the window and say well let me see what everybody else is doing. That's cool, right? But we mm. still have to move at the speed of implementation. We have to do, and that's the only way the platform is gonna work for you. So all of them work. All of them works, okay. Okay, so and just to add on to that question, okay, person has IG, Instagram, and <clears throat> content is there. And I think I, again, I'm not, I don't mind putting my myself out there. Um, content is there, but the following count, seem like doesn't increase right and the consistency is there because i believe that you have to be consistent uh we are providing value but the the likes the 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 uh just the following you know they come they go we know people attention span is just big what would you say to that um well it depends what type of content you're putting out the okay. only content that has the ability to get virality or to grow is video right mm -hmm. static images text It'll never go anywhere. It's, it's it comes and goes, right? Mm -hmm. You're using text and images. You you come out. You 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 benefit by using the the uh, ephemeral components like stories, things like that, right? Mm -hmm. But when you think of virality and you want to grow an audience, you have to be doing video. So if you're not doing video, that's right. always the first problem we kind of cross correct. Cross correct. 
The second thing is the video has to be compelling enough that it triggers one of two things it has to trigger either the emotion or agreed upon value. If it's not doing that, then you're just producing content mm. and content for content's sake just doesn't work. So yes, consistency is important, but there is a strategy behind what type of content is working because <clears throat> like I said, every platform works, mm -hmm. but every platform has its culture as well. So just mm. because it, you're, you're putting content out on Instagram and it's video doesn't mean it's going to work on YouTube, right? And vice right. versa. So you really want to know the, the culture of the platforms, uh, understand the relevancy in the sense of who you're talking to as an audience. Mm -hmm. And then you want to kind of focus on resonating with that audience. That can only happen when you know who, who your audience is or you develop an audience, right? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. if, you're, if, you're, if your growth in the sense of, of followers, that's not a big thing. I wouldn't, mm -hmm. I wouldn't trip out on followers. Mm -hmm. What you guys want to look for is engagement. It's not the mm -hmm. you. 10 followers that are engaged are better than 10,000 followers that never Facts. seen. Yeah, so. Mm -hmm. So I, and I see that one of your uh, uh, specialties that you do coaching. Yes. Um, so you give us kind of an, give us an example where, as you know, I, I think with people, there's so many coaches out here, right? That really know, let's be honest, is, is not as effective just because they got their name because they got the title coach associate and doesn't mean that they're the expert in your industry. Give me this example of uh, uh, you took Jane Doe, John Doe, and you've mm -hmm. built something and it turned out to be, wow, you know, we love their service. Like, uh, well, like share some with us. You, you, you touched a, 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 an interesting point mm -hmm. uh, or things that I take real, um, I take a lot of, I give a lot of attention to Mm -hmm. Because it's true, everyone is a coach, right? Mm -hmm. okay. That doesn't mean anything, right? Just because mm -hmm. you took the title of a mantle of a coach doesn't mean anything. It's mm -hmm. when you really take on the mantle of coaching, the only people that can do that are practitioners, right? Just because you say I'm a coach means nothing. But if you've never done it, mm -hmm. then you're just giving my opinion. And that's the problem when we are okay accepting when a person says, well, I can coach you. Worse, whoa, whoa, whoa. What have you done? What have, what have you done, right? Mm -hmm. And if you've done it, what are you doing now? You can't mm -hmm. tell me something you did 10, 20 years ago, right? You have to be a practitioner for me to even digest it. So me personally, I have three coaches in my life, right? We have, oh, wow. we invest, uh, yeah, I have a budget up to about 15,000 a month. We invest in coaching personally for me. We have a business coach, mm -hmm. have a fitness coach and have a life coach, right? Mm -hmm. You always have to have somebody in your life that you can pull power from. If you don't have a coach, you need at least a mentor that you don't get familiar with. That's very mm -hmm. important. If you're not pulling power from somebody, then you're not you're not growing, right? And unfortunately, mm. people shy away from real coaches because they're they're willing to call you out on, on your BS, right? It's mm. their job. Great point. That's the whole point. If they're not gonna call you out and if they're not gonna push you into a place of greatness, what is the point of the coach? Right? I don't I don't need a friend. I don't need a exactly. you know, I don't need an ear to talk to, right? That's right. I need to progress. That's mm. we have to we have to always move in the place of progression. So you guys think of coaching sometimes people don't understand you know if, if 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 we can accept that everything that someone has done or doing has been learned everything Facts. right mm -hmm. as long as we don't view ourselves less intelligent than that person we can learn it as well right mm -hmm. but the problem with it is either we can accept the excuses because I'll never challenge the excuse. I'll never, you know, a coach will never challenge your excuses. They'll accept that. They understand that, right? Because, mm -hmm. you know, if you broke, you broke. It's this is factual, right? Exactly. If there's 
they've been through trauma in your, in your, in your youth this is factual right mm-hmm. all excuses are absolutely real but then we have to fall into a place now what right that's the real mm-hmm. question now what mm-hmm. so we can accept the emotion of the excuses or we can focus on progress but we can have both and that's what coaches help you do it help you move in a place where you're being progressive now if you choose to hold the emotion it's your choice just remember the longer you hold on to your emotion the longer you rob your future self mm-hmm. well, you, you know it's, it's, it's interesting as you say that because i had an accountability coach right and i like i said i'm a big fitness person as well i think you I've always compared it to going to the gym. It's like mm-hmm. you, they, okay, I want to get these sets and I want to get these reps and you got that partner there to hold you accountable. It's tough during, while you're in the middle of the objective is for the end result, right? Which they hold you accountable for and that helped me tremendously. Um, hey guys, thank you for watching our show. We're going to interrupt you real quickly. We are in the business of referrals. If you know someone looking to buy or sell residential or commercial here in the North Carolina area, Refer us. We really appreciate that. So let me speak to you. You got the coach. I mean, I mean you are a coach. You've helped people go from here to there. And I'll take my hat up to you because you said you have three coaches. Um, and each one of them areas in your life, I, I guess, it, it, did, it, did it bounce off of each one? In no, other words, blind by spots. having three coaches? No, they're just blind spots. These are places that I need help with, right? I mean... I mean, at one time, you know, just take my fitness coach. I used to weigh okay. like 120 at one time. Okay. Right? I was 120. I got tired of being skinny. So now uh, exactly. I'm, okay. I'm 175 under 12% body fat. You mm. know what I mean? My fitness coach helped me get there, right? Correct. My business coach helped me get to a place where not only did I have these businesses and I had money coming in, he helped me understand cash flow is part of the process, but cash flow does not fall into wealth, right? Cash flow Correct. just feeds. When we think about wealth, we have to think about how do I structure things that can outlive me? That's the mm. game, right? If you build a business that die with you, that's just a well-paying job, right? Mm. When you think of cash flow, you think of, excuse me, when you think of generational wealth, you guys have to think of things like legacy. Legacy has to be bigger than you, right? I can, we can, I can say Rockefeller and you'd be like, well, I, the name ring a bell. I don't know what they did, but the name rings a bell. That's legacy. That's power right there. Right. So when we get to a place of real generational wealth, we start to create things that will not die when we die. Mm-hmm. I mean, profound, brother. I'm sitting here, like I said, just taking it all in. Now, our community is real estate professional. I see you have a clubhouse from that as well. Mm-hmm. Thank you for making me a part of that. Um, what would you say to a uh, first two month, three month, six month real estate professional just getting to the mm-hmm. business who are just iffy with uh, social media or advertisement that can really take their business to another level. Like, what would you say to that person? Uh, well, one of the first things is is they have to get comfortable with doing videos. It's not doing an videos. option. It's not an option. And mm. I don't care about, you know, people, we can get into the tactical stuff later. Mm-hmm. The key is to get a person comfortable in front of this camera, mm-hmm. putting themselves out there so they can start to build attention. Mm. Agents don't fail because of skills. It's not because they're unskilled or they don't know the, the, the business. They're failing because of obscurity, right? Nobody knows who you are. And video gives you that ability to build awareness, build attention, right? And then you can you can start, if you're paying attention to what the people are saying, you'll begin to hear what your audiences are asking for. I built my entire business from videos and open houses. Like I mm. went from first year, 
very bad year. I, okay. I think I sold like four people in a midget. It was it was horrible. Ah, right? My second you. year, I started to deploy videos and, and, and techniques of open houses. Right. Okay. Based off me putting myself out there, my second year, I went from 10 million in sales that year. My third year, I did 13 million in sales. Wow. A fourth year, I went part time, built the team around me and did six million in sales. Right. Mm. But it was it was just that putting in the work and I, and the consistency will make up the difference. We're so caught up in the perfection side of things and perfectionism right. doesn't exist. So as a new agent, the mirage of being an agent is irrelevant. Right. The very first thing a person has to know who you are is who you are. That's it. And the only way you can get that message out at a mass scale is going to be through video. Pick a channel and get very consistent with putting yourself out there through video. I love that. So now, what about the dinosaur agents? I've always been doing it this way. I've been doing I can this for 30 years. Yeah. Exactly. I can care less. I, I don't I don't care about Zillow. I don't care about these older agents. If you're viewing competition, you're not working hard enough, right? If you're caught up with what the next man is doing, you're not putting enough work, right? If you're putting in the work, it doesn't even matter what anybody does because you begin to you begin to develop your own lane and you begin to build up your own business. Like it got to the point where in my second year, in my near near the end of my second year, I was closing about three or four deals a week. And that continued on for the next two years. Right. Oh. It got to a point. It was a joke with me and the guy that's a partner right now. Okay. We just had checks sitting on our desk. That's it. My wife would have to come, you know, at the end of the week and pick up the checks so we can deposit. They would just be sitting on my desk. Right. Mm. I was I was focused on putting the work. I didn't care about exactly. you know, the 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 money was coming in and I knew it was coming in. I made sure I did an open house every week. I was closing three four deals a week. It didn't mm. stop. Boots to the ground putting in the work. And that's the thing that agents won't do. They won't put in the work or we make these few dollars and we think that we made it. I remember when I had $80,000 in the bank and I thought I was rich. <laughs> gotcha. It's just okay. a different, you, you see what I'm saying? So totally when, you, when you're gotcha. putting in the work, mm -hmm. that, that the money comes, that's a byproduct. That's a byproduct. And unfortunately, our industry has perpetuated this, this narrative that it's about how many units and how much money you're making. No, no, no. Let's think bigger. Let's build a business. Cash flow is part of the process. Mm. Cash flow is part of the process. I want everyone that comes in proximity to me know that before you get consumed in the cash flow side, the, the, the enticing part about cash flow is it can easily make you a technician. And when you become a technician too long, you challenge everybody that comes to help you and nobody can do it better than you. So mm. you never move out that place. So you can't progress from technician to management, to systems. If you don't get to a place of systems, you will never have an effective business. That's why if COVID-19 comes, you're trapped again, right? If a new Zillow comes, you're trapped again. When you're building a business and you're moving to a place where you're systematically producing income and revenue for your business and for your family, that's the game. That's the, game. the whole, right? Mm -hmm. Cash flow is part of it. And unfortunately, like I said, our leaders have a way of feeding us the narrative of how many units did you sell? Okay, what's the price point of that house? Who cares? I, when I sold real estate, Mike, I didn't care if you were buying, selling, renting. All I cared about was closing. Closing, that's it. I could care less. I, okay. I didn't, if you was ready to go, let's mm -hmm. go. We figure out what we're getting later, right? People mm -hmm. are like, oh, I'm only doing listings. I'm only, I don't do, I sold everything. I didn't care what you was. You wanted a, you wanted a shack. If if you can afford it, I'm selling it to you. That sound you like me back then. Hole, <laughs> I, I, I could care less. I didn't care. Correct, correct. I, because I had I had a bigger vision of what I needed to produce. Mm -hmm. And that's one thing I, I would share with any new agent. First of all, don't 
pigeonhole yourself into these categories, build a business. Mm-hmm. Cash flow is part of it. Mm-hmm. Yes, you know, it's, it's, I had a actually team meeting today, and when we discussed the power of social media, or like you just said, get, don't be afraid and get in front of that camera. Because I, I personally, in the, the day, people don't think. I mean, people don't care. Right? It's like I think you, the biggest obstacles in your brain. Right? So, Okay. My entire community I sold to Mike mm-hmm. was 98% white women. Mm. Black people ain't bought nothing from me. Mm. Why is that? Let's talk. Why is that? It's just value. When you provide value, the world no longer sees color or gender, right? They don't, that's not important anymore. And that's like that. the problem, right? Mm. You're providing value, everything else that doesn't matter, right? And that's just how it was. I, I came into the game, decided that I wanted to dominate the black community when I came from Harlem. Okay. When I came to Jersey, it was a different world for me, right? Okay. Not I'm from that Brooklyn, I, my, my, yeah, that, yeah. There we go. So, yeah, so, yeah, 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 so you kind of see. So we. So it's exactly. a different. It was. It, I'm from a world of number culture, and I come down right. here, and it's boring. Right? <laughs> it's boring, right? Correct. So you know, I had to be myself, and me being myself and putting myself out there. Again, like I said, when you provide value, the world no longer sees color. But mm. also when you're unapologetically yourself, Correct. right? You're very comfortable in who mm. you are as a person. Your market, the industry, the world will adapt. Begins to adjust to who you are. You don't have to change who you are. And that's the problem, right? Everybody trying to so fit true. this mold. You're caught up into this mirage. I'm a realtor. I'm a real estate agent. That's a camouflage suit. That's not mm. important. Who are you as a person? If I can see you, scripture says, out of the mouth speak of the heart. I can hear you now. Mm. Brother, I'm just I'm just taking in all these good dudes, and I agree with you on so many different levels. Uh yeah, like I said, I know your time is valuable, brother. I want to squeeze these last few things in here. Um mm-hmm. marketing, coaching, a coaching, uh, a generational wealth. Right now, so you're no longer practicing real estate, you have other people practicing it for you or you own your broke on the yeah we still have a team i'm partially owner with a brokerage like i told you i i I move in system so as long as they spell my name right on the check i don't i don't need to be there that's what it's all about it so what i'm gonna do brother like i said i know that time is pushing you ask every guest two golden nuggets whether it be a scripture uh, 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 a quote out of a book, recommend a book, a great movie, or anything that can speak to our audience. What, what does that look like to you? Well, scripture says a good man has enough wealth for his children's children. Mm. Just to be considered good, legacy is mandatory. So if you're building a business and you're thinking about entrepreneurship and you're not doing everything in your power to build legacy like video, you are not considered to be a good man. Mm. Brother, I mean, this powerful brother. So I will say, you can follow this brother. He has a he's a moderator on so many different uh, uh, clubhouses, but but his particular one, actually, I just joined it. I want to make sure I'm getting this correctly, brother. It is the uh, what was that title at? What was that title at? Providing the Zillow Killer Meetup. Zillow Killer Meetup, and it's another one as well, right? Is there? You have no, one? that's it. That's where you're killing me. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. yeah, we, we got the um, the, I, I go on there Monday through Friday at 4 p.m. I hang out for about two hours, mm-hmm. um, and we just we just talk, right? I, I, I try and give people 
try and give people paradox, right? If mm. we can shift the paradigms and we, we can get into techniques and strategies mm. later. Truthfully, you can Google it. You don't need me for it. But if you don't take the paradigm shift, it doesn't matter when people talk about techniques and what to do and Facebook this and you, that's, a, that's easy. That's the easiest part. The real battleground is here in the mind. And that's the Ooh. thing we try and challenge. That's right, brother. That's what I mean. You got to talk. Me and you definitely, I'm a firm believer that what Anthony Robbins says, he says 80% psychology and 20% mechanics. Uh, uh, so it's like you, I mean, definitely everything is, is the mindset. Sometimes I'll be on some uh, uh, some clubhouse rooms and I, I mean, some of the questions, I understand everybody's not on the same level, but like you said, go to Google, go to Google or go to YouTube University. I protect my ear gates. When it start to get to the goofiness, I leave. It's like, it was like, okay, now, come on now. But, yeah, I'm gone. But yeah, brother, but I would say thank you. This is Mike Kennedy on the Head Group Real Estate Show. We want to give our, take a hat off to Mr. James Rimbert. And um, like I said, follow him on the social, all social media platforms. We'll have all his information. Hopefully you enjoyed that great episode there on the Headley Group Real Estate Show. Continue to follow our hosts as well as us, and we'll provide that great content. We'll see you next time.